Express Voyager Radio, self-development radio for the open mind. Interviews with leading edge authors and speakers, psychic phenomena and the unexplained, UFOs, extraterrestrial encounters, government cover-ups, alternative health care, new technologies, and now, Bruce Stephen Holmes for Timeless Voyager Radio. And with me today is Qatar. You refer to yourself as a full-body trans-channel. Could you tell uh, me what that is and our guests? Right. The, um, the term full-body trans-channel, as I have come to understand it, is simply that in the process of my channeling, I leave my body completely and allow the energy of the spirit to come through and they usually will utilize my body fully with my eyes, my hands, my full posture. They just completely use all the facilities of my physical form. Okay, now you say they. They, meaning... <laughs> so let's, let's get some names here. <laughs> uh, this, a number of spirit masters that um, have worked with me. Um, another term which um, I have used or have been told by my teachers is that I am an open channel. And what that means is that I have made an agreement that through the work that I do, I'm open for whatever spirit will serve the highest good for anyone I'm working with, including myself, to come through and give teachings. And so when I say they, it is pretty limitless. Right now I have worked with consciously and through the trance with Sensing of the Council, um, Ariana, Goddess of Truth, Clark, would Clark, be interesting. Yeah, I like that. Not, <laughs> this is inter- not Clark Kent, right? Well, no, but there's an interesting story behind that of the names some of the times that they've right. used. Um, and uh, St. Germain, Lord Michael, uh, and the list just is pretty endless because it just really depends upon the need, uh, who I've spoken with and who comes through. This is the... Uh uh, the Count of St. Germain from uh, a long time ago, is that uh, what we're talking about? That's the same, yes. Yes. Uh, there are people who question as to uh, whether St. Germain is still uh, on the planet as a uh, living, uh, breathing, walking human humanoid. What is the uh, thought there? My... Uh, or not even thought, probably you have direct information. The truth, <laughs> uh, that he has indeed... Um, continued in form and um, I'm not sure to tell you the truth you know if it's still if, if there is still an embodiment that uh, would be the same spirit although what I do know is that they are limitless the spirits that I that I feel I'm in communion with and therefore they are not limited to body or not body they in fact um, can channel through or be um, received by many people at the same time in different locations so there's uh, just not the same kinds of uh, thoughts that we have about where we are in two places at once. You know? hmm. How do you arrive at a name like Qatar? Let's. Uh, that's a. Okay. Should be a reasonable question. Good. My uh, given name is Kathleen, and I do use that also. Um, there was a point, probably about 1976 or 77, that uh, I heard one of my messages that someone someone wanted to speak with me, my guide at the time that I was working with, and so I just pulled out a chair, sat down, and, and it was rather unusual because oftentimes it would be my uh, needing to ask them for information or questions, and I felt a real strong need that I needed to just be listening. And so the first thing I heard is that from now on, uh, you 
who else shall not refer to me by the same name, which was a name I had given my gar- my guardian angel in it as a four-year-old, but she gave me a, a name of Ishtar, and also that I would be called Qatar, and I asked her why and what it meant, what the information... Now, how old were you when this happened? How old was I? In my 20s. Okay. I'm just, just you know, kind of getting <laughs> it. So four years old... At four years old, I was already in communication, although at some point in my childhood that was lost, as most people lose those kinds of connections through the growing process. And Did your, did your parents uh, know about this? Did they support you in this, or was this something you kept quiet? Um... I, I learned to keep quiet mm-hmm. um, as I was a Roman Catholic by my upbringing, so I was given a lot of pats on the head, well, that's very nice, and, you know, pray, and maybe you'll be a saint, or maybe you'll be a nun, or something like that, and oh. I was, was just uh, not really encouraged um, deeply, but sort of patronized, and so I, I kept most of it to myself. So did you, I mean, I think a lot of people sometimes think of that as being wrong, or somehow... Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't get a lot of real negative feedback. It just wasn't real supportive in a, on the feeling level. I, I knew that... Um, that it was different. It was very different. <laughs> you know, having mystical experiences, it was surprised me as a child because having mystical experiences in that religion seemed to be the thing to do or the thing that you would aspire to. And yet when one said that you had one, it was pretty questioned. <laughs> I remember that. I was saying that to someone the other day. I said, goodness, uh, I'll never forget the first time I mentioned to a minister that I had had an experience and he looked at me like there was something wrong. I'm thinking <laughs> to myself, wait a minute, uh, <laughs> how come other people can have this experience, and, but I can't? You know, you need to be ordained in some fashion, I suppose, for it to be valid. Okay, so let, I wanted to make a little, little like a shopping list here. You said you had uh, St. Germain. Mm-hmm. Some of the others. Sensing of the Council. That's Sensing. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, well, I'll ask questions about them later. Um, okay, Ariana. Ariana. Clark. Okay. Lord Michael. That would be otherwise known some, to some people as Archangel Michael. Mm. And then many others, and I many imagine. Many others. Many. Okay. Um, why don't we talk a few minutes about each one of these? All right. Who would you like to start with? Let's start with Clark, because I think okay. that just sort of stands out as a, as a most unusual situation. Right. And for those of you who have tuned in, this is Qatar speaking, and she's talking. Uh, she is a full-body trans channel, and we're talking about the names of, uh, do we call these entities? or Entities, spirit guides, uh, masters. Okay. okay. Who utilize your body as a vehicle, mm-hmm. uh, and, and incidentally, as a full-body trans channel, that means that they walk and talk and have certain foods they like and mm, sometimes <laughs> <laughs> sometimes so um, in fact that's part of what the what the wonderfulness of my experience with Clark has been okay um, he was the first first of the guides that came through me in full body I had been doing a lot of trans trans channeling and a lot of um, conscious channeling for many years before he uh, came through in that way but when I first met him uh, I had been working as I said with um, my guide who called herself Ishtar at, at one point to me and then there was a point where she said we've finished our work and I'm going to be going on and I knew I had a team of other guides but I always referred to them as the group and she was the spoke soul so to speak for the group and um, so as, as we made that agreement that we were complete and the lessons were going to be taught by someone else I asked alright in my deep meditative state who is the second guide in line here? Who am I going to be speaking with? And I heard Clark. And of course, 
it didn't feel like a very spiritual name, so I went <laughs> you through. You say yourself Clark. I mean, couldn't you come up with a better name than that? <laughs> I went through this entire ritual of cleansing myself and going through this. You know, I must center again, and I asked it again. And by the third time, it got louder, and I was hearing Superman theme music coming like louder <laughs> oh, and louder. Great. And I said, Yeah, like Clark Kent. And he said to me, Isn't that what you expect your guide to be a superhero? And so, in truth, I suppose that's what a lot of us are hoping for, is that, you know, we're going to be rescued and saved by some holy guardian angel or master. At least I had more of that thought at that time. And uh, so we, we began a very wonderful relationship of a lot of humor. And uh, he told so he's me... A, now, when you say he, I mean, this is so... Now, how do you know? Do you feel that something is a female energy or a male energy? I mean, it... Or do they? I mean, do they look or act or what do we? I mean. Well, I do feel that. Hard for me to ask this question. Yeah, <laughs> um, there is um, a vibrational distinction uh, from my perception for most of the entities or, or guides that come through, um, as they if they have been especially in a form before. They have been part of the earth vibration, part of the duality, and their energies will, will have a tendency to be more male or female. Um, the names that they use, by the way, are just for convenience for the most part. Some of them may be more familiar to us because of their embodiment, like St. Germain or <laughs> Lord Michael. Um, they don't make up names, though, to influence Well, Clark them. made up that name. But I mean, for example, would... Uh, here, here's here's a standard question that I have had for a long time. So I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but no, this sounds like a good time to do it. If what we're talking about is is a place where there's a type of unity going on, mm -hmm. and there's no need to differ with names, who is who then? If someone says they're Saint Germain, I mean they they don't have to be Saint Germain. I mean Saint Germain is the embodiment of of a yes. Well, you're right, and this so is... So who are they? I mean, are we are we kidding ourselves? I mean, is this just so that we can feel important? I mean, I'm channeling St. Germain, the other person's channeling so-and-so. No, it isn't. Okay. In, in fact, St. Germain has only been very recently coming through, and I believe the reason is... Uh, well, this is his time, isn't it? The Violet Age, isn't this, this the time? This is what I understand. Okay. Um, from time to time, I'll be very comfortable and very familiar with the energies of spirits that comes through, and then all of a sudden there's another vibration or a new name or a new twist to it. And um, I think, for example, with St. Germain, um, the reason why he began to come through me at this time was there were students coming to me who had a feeling of familiarity with him, and they put the call out that they had need to speak with him, and so he manifested that name or that that energy that they were comfortable with. And I think that's why there are so many that come through me. It's just to serve. They're all one. They are all enlightened and they're all part of a mm -hmm. of a one and their personality doesn't exist anymore um, in in their reality, but they but they use that as a focus for us. One of the lessons that I've been taught and I keep hearing over and over is about the ego. And some say we need to get rid of the ego or that we need to to somehow, you know, uh, burst through that to the to the truth of, of that we are beyond ego and I am hearing from from the teachers that I'm working with that the ego is just a tool for our recognition here as long as we've chosen to have a form and an embodiment we're a unique spark it just helps to have some way to communicate and identify and they put on an ego like we might put on a set of clothes coming out of skinny dipping you know just to kind of go into society they hmm. step into an ego so that they have a way to communicate with us and that's and they, uh, the the ego we're talking about would be the ego of the identity, just a personality. It's a it's a way of recognizing that there's. Um, oh, and this is before something. this is even before they use the vehicle. That's right. 
Okay, and they'll bring on an ego, something that we can relate mm -hmm. with. Something that we can identify with and relate with on this dimension, yeah. Mm. Um, spirit without form is, is an experience. Right. It's not something that we will have be able to very easily communicate with. So, so we're looking at uh, the personification of spirit mm -hmm. being the ego and then the absoluteness or whatever it is of spirit as being a non-identifiable. That's right. That's right. And that's, um, in the early times of my channeling, I, be, I did have some confusions as I think many people go through periods of wondering, oh, is this my higher self? Is this God? Is this some holy right. entity? What level of entity <laughs> is this? And so on and so on. And I've gone through stages of that. And what I've come down to, as long as I'm feeling at one with it, it doesn't matter what it is or who it is. It's my higher self. It's all the same thing. Um, I don't need to identify. And Saint Germain, I, I mentioned that name because when I when I made the list because it's been something someone some people have been very interested in in knowing about. I don't have an attachment to who or what their names are. Okay, Katar, we were talking about Clark. I interrupted you. We got onto something else, but you were telling us a story about Clark, who is one of the. Uh, entity spirit guides that you channel. Yes. Um, once I got a feeling of being used to this new, um, very male and very almost body <laughs> kind of energy that he presented himself with, it it um, it was only really a very short time before he did come through me in full body and introduced himself to um, the students and people that I was. Um, in, I guess, in groups with and at the time, he would sometimes uh, be in restaurants or in places of very, you know, strong kind of public energy, just come very close and ask me if I would be willing to move over. And it would happen very quickly, so it seemed almost spontaneous that I had no choice, but I did. And I would move over, and the next thing I know, my plate of food would be gone and my glass of wine would be fully emptied. <laughs> it was, so he, it likes, was, he likes to, to, uh, to, uh, Eaten. Eat and drink. He hasn't done that in a while. I, I feel that it, he's moved right. and, and kind of grown. This, this could be an expensive date, you know. <laughs> you know. It, it is, but it was it was certainly something to get used to. He was just now enjoying who gets drunk? the physical. You, right? Of course. <laughs> I love it. Well, he never got me drunk. Clark, I'll say. Clark gets you drunk. All right, I'm making a joke. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. You know, he did. Um, he would have. Um, just the full pleasure out of all the physical things and he would be a very he was a good teacher and he has been a good teacher in teaching me the value of the spirit in the physicalities and it's not really a separate thing it's really just another expression of the spirit so it was um, but interesting because of course coming through he would seem to have the biggest of egos and the biggest of personalities he called upon or he still calls upon an aspect of a lifetime that he did have as Harold the Great of Norway which was hmm. the unifier of, of the Nor Norwegian states at the time way back and so that was him one of his right so he comes through with this very ha 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 kind of bold and slapping things around this almost viking kind of <laughs> vibration what uh <laughs> i always i always make jokes about this but you know did you ever notice that when any anyone ever has any type of oh let's see uh, past life regression they're always mm -hmm. important in their last lifetime important that's right and we're all we're all cleopatra or yeah. you know someone very famous i I think that that's very well, I possibly wonder, I wonder true. if I ever have a, a regression in the future, whether I'll ever remember <laughs> anything. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, you know, I think as far as the past lives go, that it's, it's um, if you can imagine it at all, there's an aspect of yourself which is greater than who you are that, of course, was participating in it. And it doesn't really matter because the whole purpose of understanding past lives is to learn to... Um, 
be where we are now. I, I believe it's not. You can be entertained by it certainly, and um, but the point of going back into understanding those those lives is to integrate what we're experiencing in this life. And so, if it's only an imagination, it doesn't really count. I mean, it doesn't matter. Is really what I mean to say. It's 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 going to be of equal value. Okay, let's talk about Saint Germain. Or uh, well, that's up to you. Uh, you've got uh, Michael, Ariana, Sensing, and Saint Germain. Mm, Ariana. Ariana. Um, okay. Then we talk about way male or female the total essence of everything female it, it can be imagined everything stereotypical and beyond um, and it would be very obvious if you experience the channeling of these en en energies uh, what I'm saying she expresses herself as as the goddess of truth and she moves through on an emotional level uh, a lot of healing for for people she teaches about cutting the strings of attachment to um, our this dimension, whether it's our thoughts, our experiences, our you know beliefs about who we are in relation to people, and she works with the sword of truth, as she calls it, and teaches a technique of using the laser light, which is available for us to cut through the strings. She's very. I, I sometimes have, in the beginning of working with her, was felt very jealous because um, she's very lovable, and I would feel very threatened in my own personality by her perfect femininity. So, um, but she's taught me a lot about that too. So I'm no longer feeling as jealous. Mm -hmm. um, Lord Michael, powerful um, teacher of healing and uh, teacher of sound vibration. Hmm. Uh, he's come through and played with us as an Irish entity, you know, it's the same vibe, it's the same teacher, but he's come through and played with us as if he were this Irish little leprechaun almost, working with sound and vibration, and then he would maybe move his energy into a, just a total different tone or voice into this full powerful teacher of light. Um, Saint Germain, let's go to Saint Germain. My, I've had very little personal contact with St. Germain. Um, most of these guides I can, I can feel comfortable with on my inner planes. I either meet with them when I'm out on the astral or I... Yeah, we're going to talk about uh, this in a moment. Yeah, or, or I can listen, sit in my own quiet and listen and have my own personal lessons. And I have had very little that I remember with St. Germain. What I know of him coming through recently in classes is that he's is teaching still about the I Am presence and the violet flame and the transmutation of all of our illusions uh, and limitations through that particular ray. The sensing of the council has, you might imagine from the sound of his name, a very oriental mm -hmm. kind of um, tone or flavor to him. He's, he's a lot, he's full of, all of them have, have a sense of humor, I'll say that. They all you know, display it a little differently, but he's, um, very easy to be be with. As if you were to have a session with him, you would feel immediately, I believe, very comfortable and very um, mystical at the same time because he just brings out uh, a total Oriental um, mind within the Western belief systems. And it's very interesting that he teaches about um, integrating or loving the fears. Uh, we work with a technique with Tensing that he's taught us about the track of light, which is to bless your fears. Hmm. Totally embrace all of your emotions, the so-called negative ones, rather than to try to release them and get rid of them. Breathe them through you as if 
um, they are as much equal God as anything else again. And then there is the transformation and the acceptance of it rather than the denial of, of that emotion. So he's been a very... That's interesting because there are people who do what is called, um, let me see if I can remember the name of this, sub-personality or negative personality removal. Mm -hmm. And this would be the reverse. This would say you don't have to remove them, just... Integrate them. Integrate them, make them mm -hmm. feel comfortable, and, and that should be the resolution. It is because, as I understand it, where do we release them to? Yeah, I was going to say, not only that, where do you release them, but if you do release them, what takes the place? <laughs> you know, if, if all is God, if all that is, is all that is, um, and we are that, where do we move it to? Another part of ourselves, which sooner or later we have to love and become equal with. Mm. Katara, let me ask you a question. When you leave your body, what do you experience? Mm. I have an experience when I leave my body of being moved and it's not that I it's not like an out-of-body experience that many people have, have had where they really feel themselves like pulling away from their form and viewing the astral or the physical dimension from an astral plane because it's at the instant that I am in a certain breath that I find myself somewhere else mm. and that's somewhere else and I say where because it's I still am consciously having an experience is what I call uh, my astral temple, which is a thousand different faces to it. Hmm. Sometimes I'm in a cave experience. Sometimes I'm on a, in a schoolroom experience, either teaching something to someone or receiving a specific lesson. Um, and other times I am at a healing pool where I'm really just receiving a, a healing on my physical body through that plane. Oftentimes what I found is that if I come back from my, my trance experience and share a little bit, that there will be a sense of parallel to what was being taught in the class. It's very unique and it may seem very obscure, but there is a sense of parallel. So I do know that I'm getting all the lessons I need, even though I'm not consciously always present to hear what's being said on this plane. Now, so you become aware, uh, for example, that you are, let's say, teaching or learning. Mm -hmm. does, it, does it seem possible that all that is going on all the time and that you're just awareness is being transferred? Yeah, that's been a part of it because part of what I have had experiences of, um, the more I am loving being in my body and not just looking to be entranced to escape it, I'm finding that I have vision that sees through more dimensions that are here, even when mm -hmm. I'm consciously physical. That can f seem very frightening uh, to someone who doesn't know what that is. You know, it can seem like a mental distortion, but I can oftentimes look at a situation and see sort of its beginning, middle, and end all at once. And um, I'm learning that through this process, that it really is all at one time. And it's a matter of, of looking at, a po just choosing a point to focus on what you're going to experience. So what I see when I'm in the astral dimension and I'm in a classroom oftentimes is, is like a, a window. And, and through the window, it's a matter of, of deciding which point to gaze upon that it holographically expands. And, you, and I can see um, a part of a life, or an entire life, so to speak. It sounds really interesting and bizarre. I'm sure it's hard to even describe it. Right. It's like a lucid dream. So like you can come back and you say, I know it's very real, and it starts to fade in a certain way once you, you start focusing on other things. Um, one of the other aspects about being out of my body in that experience is that I do find I'm very energized and very alive coming back. I'm not tired at all through the experience of the channeling. I'm feeling 
totally healed. Hmm. Physically, I've had some situations happen that if I had been experiencing a sore throat through uh, through the day, and I do my channeling, <clears throat> the guides seem to have no problem. They won't have the hoarseness. They won't be coughing or scratching. I come back, and there'll be a remnant of that there, but I'm almost completely healed through their being in my body. They won't take away things that I need to learn, but they will assist me to, to balance it. All right, let's, uh, let's get on with this question uh, that I asked you before. How do you benefit from trans channeling? How can other people benefit from it? And I'm sure you remember the rest of the question. <laughs> I hope you do. <laughs> well, um, any form of channeling, let's just, you know, you can really define channeling in a lot of ways, but um, I think the first benefit is to have a feeling of guidance for yourself and a feeling of communion with uh, aspects of yourself which are greater than your personality. That is such a comfort. No one can ever take that away. Once you've made an inner connection with your own higher self or, or spirit guides, it's something that's that's with you always. And you can choose to pretend to cut it off or not. I know some people mm. who do, but it's there. It always is, even if you're not remembering it now. Now, guides don't come in. And, well, of course, Clark comes in when you least suspect it. seems to, yeah. <laughs> but no, they honor because they have no reason to take over your life they're here only to support and to teach and now guides are part of us i mean people sure i think people have us this idea that uh that this is someone else's these are other people or other things that are coming into you these are shared entities that you've known for a long 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 period of time i That's mean if you right. if you're uh, believing in a reincarnation yeah most of most of the time people will find it when they come for a private session for example um they have a rapport with one or another of the aspects of the guides that come through, and that's be oftentimes because they've been with them, very consciously been with them in other lifetimes and many other experiences. They are, um, they are, they are always telling us that they are growing and merging more as we are consciously doing so. There's no way for them not to. I mean, they're not so absolute that they don't experience growth or expansion. Part of the benefit, to get back to that other question, is in just the raising of the vibration. Of, of merging with them. In order to have that merging, there there is a more and more letting go of the tensions and the and the limitations of what we see on the physical plane. So our vibration becomes more more um, refined in the communication process. Other people experiencing the channel coming to say, like someone like myself, to receive a, a reading, as some call it will find that the, being in the presence of that person not only gives them answers and some um, insights to who they are and what, what their life direction is, but it also just heals them and makes them feel good. It helps them to feel emotionally more, more relieved and physically often more relieved as well. All right. Uh, you asked me, this is interesting because I'm usually asking everyone else, but you asked me, you said, uh, can I channel? And I said, sure. We'd love to have you channel. Uh, mm -hmm. Beloved Master, how are you this day? All right. I am called Sensing of the Council. Holy, I am your brother. It is grand that you would invite me to share with you on your modern things. For in truth, this has been always available to you, huh? Now your crystalline structures have transformed even more and more to receive these vibrations as we share them. Hmm? Yes, this is uh, KCSB radio. That's what we call this. 
I'm very pleased that you would offer me this chance to tell you that you are in your vibration this timing, being very aligned with who you are. Do you know that in your own colors right now, that is a great deal of gold being more and more emerged in your vibration. You are expanding in your heart center and that is opening up the much of the receiving of these golden rays. Ah, very you, exciting. <laughs> that is true. What would you like me to tell you? Well, uh, what we're going to do is, um, I had someone on the line, I guess they hung up fast because uh, they must have been scared off perhaps or whatever. They, I know that uh, we're hoping that some people will come in through to ask some questions of you. Um, I'd like to ask you, what do you see happening in the Persian Gulf? We have a lot of problems right now on Earth, as you know. Indeed. It and seems to be problems. It seems to be problems. What uh, can you tell us about that area and perhaps forecast for the future events? Forecasting? Hmm. It's now my Swami hat must go upon me. <laughs> I tell you, Master, that what I'm seeing in this event is a grand holy expression of a tremendous need that others have had in the world, not only to realize how one they are, and how grand their peace has been, but to also give an opportunity to this expression to show forth to them the part of themselves they have most feared and have most been angry about. It's in all expressions which manifest outwardly that is in truth the center of your own emotion which vibrates because of your lessons. So every one person that has felt uh, relieved by the breaking of the wall in Berlin, for example, can also feel the sense of their own fear coming to healing because of this manifestation. This man you have all come to know now is very many things, Saddam Hussein. He's very much really your brother, equally God as anyone else is. He is serving you by playing out a particular role which says, I am willing to sacrifice myself now so that I will give everyone the freedom to align to who they really are in the Godness. Prediction, for example, might be that what is going to occur is a tremendous shift. There might not be any vibrations of cold war. That is almost ending in your cultures. What is occurring, however, is a need for those to humble themselves and realize that everyone is equal without having to lose their shameful expression and become more whole in that. What I'm saying about this is what will be occurring is that there will be a great change, particularly known in Israel, for their way of holding very closely. It seems almost distant in a certain way from where you have your Iraqi vibration, but there is through the threats of this situation a great letting go, and there will be healing. Not so comfortable for some to let go, but it will be occurring. How are you feeling, Master, about this? Well, you know, it's interesting that you're mentioning this because my thought has been, uh, and I very rarely ever express any of my own thoughts over the air, but uh, that we were looking at two things, and I think we should look at the smaller one, and that is the fact that all of the nations, or many, many of the nations of the world, are aligning for the first time in many, many, many years. Uh, uh, and this is bringing people together, and I agree with, with what you're saying. It sounds Indeed. very good. Indeed. It's a most joyful experience. So some are feeling great, great fear to have marched off to this war, and what will occur for, for our whole uh, planet, but it is not the Armageddon as might be predicted. Hmm. All right, that's uh, that was very interesting. Um, tell us a little bit about. Um, well, oh goodness, I, I lose track of everything here uh, when I'm on the air with with uh, someone who's channeling like this. What is it like on the other side? <laughs> How's that? <laughs> on the other side. Yeah, we know this real well over here. Uh, um, 
uh, Qatar and I were talking about how a person will take on an identity in order to come through and uh, speak with us. But one of the questions that I had, or it wasn't a question, but one of the things I had mentioned was that, uh, as Qatar said, she finds herself in different places, becomes aware of different places when she is uh, moving to allow uh, spirits through, like yourself. And she becomes aware of, of either teaching or being taught different things. So what is going on out there? Are there different, uh, different schools, places for learning for all of us? Indeed, Master, you are who you are. You are a soul with a body, not a body with a soul, as you know. And so your vibration will find that your whole consciousness is still moving, whether or not you are in form. When you are out of your body, whether it is through what is called physical death or through other forms of leaving this body, you find yourself migrating to moving in the vibration of where, you're vi where you have your lessons to learn. And so it is that you might experience by an expectation a particular dimension called um, a retreat for yourself. It is going to be according to the need of your belief structure and your own inner system as you are changing that also does that change all right let's uh let's take this phone call and and see uh and see what we have here if you'll just uh, bear with me for a moment uh we'll see what we have uh let's try this now hello you're on the air you're on the air do you have a question for sensing yes i certainly do uh, my name is david Hello, David. Hello, Sensing. How are you today? I'm well in my form as I'm experiencing it. Great. That's great. Uh, yeah, I have a question. Um, we have a situation that uh, there's three of us. Yes. Myself, David, and a man named Bob, and a lady named Suzanne, and we're all working with a gentleman here in a household named Michael. And I'm not going to give last names or anything, but um, Michael is a person who is brain damaged at one and a half year old and we're working with him to enhance his life and give him an opportunity to live as normal of a life as possible and he exhibits a lot of problems i, I don't know how much you can get in touch with his own energy but mm -hmm. i'm just curious to see what uh if you can give us any insight as to what we could be doing for him he periodically exhibits a lot of aggressive type behaviors. Indeed, Master. First of all, I'll tell you what it is the thing you don't always want to hear. And that is, the first step is, of course, in understanding what your own emotion is in your body. What are you feeling as you look upon this soul? What are your own expressions that this soul demonstrates to you? That inner work to do what is in your joy of life to do and to bring forth your service within your own growth, that will serve him first. Secondly, to give him more direct service, I would suggest for you to um, cradle him at, uh, at his uh, temples of his head, particularly with a great deal of focus that you have light in your hands. And whenever possible, even if it is in restraint seemingly or just upon his sleeping, give him the cradling of that energy so that you are assisting him to reopen some of those glandular areas in his pituitary. And some of those things will then become more easy for him to digest throughout his body. 
the, the messages which you are wanting him to receive. If he has a blockage there in that glandular system and in that chakra point, he will find that he has not finding an expression which is very um, fluid because what he is receiving is not clear. You understand? Yes. Now, where is this? Where should we touch the glandular area? The cradling him particularly at the crown, between the temple area and the back of the head. You might move your hands either to be your thumbs at the temples or your fingertips at the temples, whichever is most comfortable vibration, for it is in the intent and in that massaging of that in a very gentle holding or cradling that will help him to receive more alignment of his energies. Uh-huh. Okay. So be master that you are indeed a holy one, and I am most joyful that you are here on this plane to serve. Well, thank you very much. Blessed be. And this is a great show. Thank you for being here. All right, here. thank you for calling in. Uh-huh. All right, bye-bye now. All right, sounded like very, very good information there. Why uh, do we have so many different spirit guide entities? Uh, why not just one if, if all the information is basically the same? Or is it the same? Do you have many friends or one friend? <laughs> Oh, right. One question to another. Well, I have many friends in there, and, and they all express different values. Absolutely so true. So is that the end? All right. Indeed, Ma. So you see how you have the wisdom within you for all things. All right. All right. Um, do you have anything uh, else you might like to uh, add? Or, uh, and hopefully we'll have some more uh, phone call questions, but... Indeed, Master, I would desire to share for everyone who is hearing now in their ears, the whole body vibrates. If you are breathing well, which means to us to share to you that if you are consistent in your breath, allowing it to come forth full and to be expressed full without cooling it in any way, allow it to be connected, you will be finding that you are learning faster, you are learning by remembering more, you are learning also that you are who you are and that it is not uh, any other thing which you have upon this plane which is a requirement to assist you uh, more than what you already came with. You have everything you need. You are born with it. Your breath is your holy tool to retain without holding all that is required of knowledge. Also, I wish to share with you that if you use your breath in a holy fashion, which has been taught by many schools, there are yoga breaths and there are rebirthing breaths and there are all kinds of form to use. If you are conscious of this, you will find that your use of crystals, for example, or your use of um, divining sources are going to be much more clear to you because you are open and you are enlivening your body. You physically heal as well as draw to you all of the uh, sparks to the nerve endings, the neurons of your body, which will be moving then in more perfect harmony to the other dimensions. Can you uh, give us uh, one example of a breathing technique that would be very good for us to use? First of all, I'll tell you one which is most commonly used, other than shallow breathing. It is... <sighs> now, this particular breath, very deep into the nose and let go through the mouth, has very strong purposes. One of them, consciously, whether you know it or not, is to suppress what you are experiencing, because it is a form of release. You ever find yourself, Master, feeling that you are near tears and the way you control that is to take in a deep breath and mm. let it out. Right. You are suppressing an experience. And so I'm saying to you, be aware of what that vibration does. Because if you are wanting to, for example, let go of something of your ego, for example, to channel, you might, in that moment of letting go, be more connected to your truth. However, if you are doing it without awareness, you will find yourself 
experiencing more and more pains rather than more and more life. So the other technique is to breathe in conscious connection. That is to say that with every breath you breathe inward, you take it full in and let it go completely without letting it out of the other form. You can breathe it through your mouth or through your nose. But always stay with either one of them? Either stay with that for, you can switch, but rather for the full cycle of the breath, keep it through your nose or your mouth and <coughs> don't try to count one, two, three, four, hold it one, two, three, four, and let it go one, two, three, four. That so in is other words, keep it all uh, in a circle. In a, cycle. a circle, that is correct. So you're letting go maybe of a second, whereas you breathe in for five seconds to hold, bring in full air, but letting go is not with control. That will tend to bring you, if you are more consciously doing that, more feeling of energy to do and accomplish what you desire to accomplish and to also receive your inspirations as well. Third technique, very short is to go for a sense of full alignment and relaxation. Breathe in completely. And then over your shoulder, turn your head and breathe out with a seeming force of your lung power. <sighs> Do you see? Mm -hmm. It's hard to describe that to show people when they are not watching, but it is full. <sighs> Three times in a row, and that will tend to bring you into um, a cleansing of toxin, a cleansing of toxins in a very fast way. Hmm, it's very interesting. So be it. Well, Sensing, thank you for coming through. I appreciate it. I bless you in the gold ray, the green of the heart, and in the violet ray that we are ever transformed into the whole. So be it. Mm -hmm. You brought through Sensing. What was happening to you during this time? Well, I had a really fun experience. I'm glad that I have a chance to share it because what um, what I did is something I think I remember doing once, maybe twice before, and that is I was in a dimension where there was seemed to be a lot of children, but they weren't in embodiment. They were like light forms, and there was a game being played, which is very much more than a game, and that was similar to maybe like um, what is the game when you toss the ball at someone you have to hit them in a circle with the ball you know I can't think of the name of, of that game but they're doing this with energy balls which are of different colors and they're kind of uh, with an idea of hitting different chakra points on the body I love and it, it I was love just it. a really interesting <laughs> experience to observe that it was a lesson of absorbing certain energies at certain points and um, while I was doing this I was also seeing that uh, as they were so-called winning or coming into alignment with the energy in the right way then they exited and came into um, they left this group and went into another place where they were in preparation for coming into embodiment. It was like a pre-embodiment lesson. It was real interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. So this is the kind of thing that happens when you channel. That happens for every time I do a private session with someone or in our group situation and um, through some of my own personal meditations of course as well. It's um, it has made doing what I do very joyful, very worthwhile, and um, I really enjoy that. I, I teach people how to be in touch with that as well. Um, from time to time, I'll work one-on-one -on -one with a person to teach them a little bit more of getting in touch with what they know they are in touch with, but give them a kind of workshop, personal workshop, or with a small group, we'll do a workshop to, to bring up their communication Hmm. to sharpen their communication skills. And what I found communication is... Communication with spirit? Communication with right. spirit, but of course, if you can understand how that works, your communication with people and, and bodies becomes more clear as well. 
It's it's very very practical. So is this the type of help that you offer students then? Um, mm -hmm. That's one of the things that that I offer is is some guidance in their own channeling or their own connectedness. Um, we do from time to time play shops or workshops which are totally guided by spirit where they where they get a lot of um, personal information and practical information for um, encountering their day-to-day -day situations um, I don't have to, I feel really flattered at times that people would say I'm doing a wonderful act because for all the information that comes through I would have had to have many many PhDs I believe mm. in, in counseling or in in different forms of things and and I feel very blessed to to be able to share some of the things that, that people have gained through the guides, as well as for myself. And if I'm that good of an actress, then I should have been making a lot of money right. by Maybe now. Maybe we right? can make money at this. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you wanted to uh, leave something, uh, leave our listeners with something, what would you like to say? I would like to say that who I am is more than Qatar. That's the name I use, just as the name all the guides have come in with. And that I have a tremendous joy of being received as I have been here in Santa Barbara and I look forward to meeting you know the rest of my friends here as we are preparing for the things that, that are to come here in this location and to get on with our work. Well thank you so much for coming out here to the station today Katara. I, I really appreciate it and I would hope that you'll perhaps come back on the uh, show once in a while. I would love to. All right. Thank you.